You are locked in to another episode of The Curious Wire. The Curious Wire. With the most curious person in multifamily. We're not trying to sell you anything here. We just want you to learn real things that will help you elevate your career, challenge you to think and be curious. Join us on this journey to challenge the status quo. Let's go. We're back with another episode with a guest, and the way we roll here is the guest introduces himself. So, go ahead. Thanks so much. Uh, yeah, my name is Daniel Berlin, and I'm CEO and co-founder at Snapped. And what is Snapped? Snapped is a data-driven fraud detection technology. So, essentially, what we do is we authenticate financial documents, such as bank statements and pay stubs, that are submitted during the rental application process. So, essentially, we're trying to make sure that the documents that an applicant provides the property manager while applying are legit. So fraud prevention. And we all know that when fraud gets in, they don't pay. Right. And when one gets in, they bring their friends. Certainly the case sometimes. And so you're solving for that. Great. You recently raised a round of money. I think a lot of listeners have listened to, to have watched Shark Tank and are super interested in the process. Can you share with us how much you raised and what was like behind the scenes? What was that like? Yeah. So we raised $100 million. How much? One hundred million. A hundred million dollars. Okay, sorry, just processing sure. that. That's yeah, yeah. yeah, you and me both. Yeah, what was the process? Did you go around like to VCs to pitch it? Were people coming after you? Yeah, well, it's not that simple of a story. You know, we've, okay, we've been around since two thousand and seventeen. So prior to raising from Inside Partners, I pitched easily two hundred VCs over the course of two or three years and got. A hundred percent no. So those two hundred are that's not in person. That's reaching out to them. That's I mean, asking an introduction. How many of it? All of it. In okay. Person over Zoom. I mean, you know, over the course of many years. You know, okay. This, is, this isn't like an like an overnight. You know, we came up with an idea and it immediately worked, and then someone gave us a hundred million dollars. This is you know years and years and years of uh, pain <laughs> to get here. So that at least two hundred knows easily. easily. Okay. Yeah. VC, angel. Yeah. A lot of work went in. It's not an overnight success, clearly. It's not one investor. It's a group. It is. It's one, it is. Okay. Yeah, it's one investor. They're called Inside Partners. Inside Partners. Was this an in-person pitch? So, the story with them was one of their analysts reached out to me maybe a year before. And just like some, some background, Inside Partners, it's probably like... Tiger Global and maybe SoftBank are maybe the three largest venture investors in the world. I think Insights last round was forty or fifty billion dollars. So these are huge numbers. They are. Uh, there's some heavy hitters to say the least. One of their analysts reached out to me. Um, his name is, is Isaiah. Reached out to me about a year before. Uh, you know, he had been doing some research into the fraud space. Came across our website. Thought what we were doing was interesting. Wanted to set up a call. So you know, I jumped on with him and. You know, told him what we were doing, told him what our revenue was at the time. And, and Isaiah thought, you know, what we were doing was really interesting and, and suggested, hey, you know, why don't we stay in kind of regular cadence? Why don't we do a kind of a quarterly check-in? And by October of 2021, when we kind of did our next check-in, I saw his eyes kind of light up a little bit differently when he realized that we were still on the same growth trajectory that we had been on since our, our first chat and, you know, each... What was your first chat? The beginning of 2021? You know, it's, it's hard to remember exactly okay. when, but my, you know, I think it was about a year before something. It might have okay. been October So, you're, you're, you're Again, touching base quarterly. To, yeah, when 
you talk to tons and tons and tons yeah. of investors, it's it's hard to remember the the date, but it was Get approximately it. a year between our first conversation and us getting that check. But essentially, yeah, he he's doing uh you know check ins and and seeing how we're how we're maturing. You know, there you know the idea is you know you, you want to create relationships. So just in case this business that you think might be interesting, you know, turns into something, you're not starting from square one. Did you feel from the beginning of when he reached out and, and wanting to keep in touch that end was that they would invest in you? Or were you like, I don't know where this is going, but I'll maintain this relationship and... Yeah. I mean, you know, as the CEO of a tech company, it's your job to stay in contact with investors and yeah. to foster those relationships so that if the eventuality comes that you know your your company needs capital that hopefully you're in a you're in a position to you know execute within within weeks not months or years yeah okay so a year goes by and you're giving him these updates mm -hmm. and then q4 2021 yeah. with the update you notice his response is different yeah i mean basically he said like hey i, uh, I want to bring this to my boss cuz i think i think he might find this really interesting yeah, then he did. And, and of course, their interest level was pretty high. You know, candidly, at the time, we weren't actually raising. We were, you know, maybe thinking about selling the business this year. You know, we had, we had, a, we had a few different ideas, but I was kind of keeping myself in the market. And they wouldn't take no for an answer and essentially offered us, uh, you know, like a deal we, we couldn't refuse. Was this like an ongoing thing or was it like an official sit down and you like went through a pitch and then... I'm assuming it's not like Shark Tank and then they're like, we'll it's offer you this. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, no, it certainly isn't the most like linear process either, which is I, I think is kind of what, what you're hoping for. But, you know, it's some conversations here and there and some questions and we're kind of going back and forth. And uh, So, like, when you buy a property, like mm -hmm. uh, we buy a property, so sure. there's the, the brokers will give a guidance of that and then eventually there's a, an offer that's made. Sure. So, is that something along the lines where are you giving them guidance of what you're looking for and then they make an offer and then there's negotiations or yeah, exactly and you know there's, there's who plays the card first yeah i mean i mean they, you know they did okay Typically they do uh, you know we're in a different position than what is more normal which is hi you know here's my company we're you know abc technologies we have 10 million in revenue we're looking to raise 20 million at a 200 million dollar valuation that's typically and this how is what we're going to do with the money and this is what we're going to do with the money and yada 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 that just isn't how it happened for us in this scenario but yeah that that's typically how it goes okay so at, at some point there's like an offer of like a certain amount of money and the valuation that's right and then did you tell them you needed more money or did they come down or like was 100 million that number i can't that number uh, so no, big there was there was quite the negotiation okay yeah, we, it, their first offer was different than the offer that we accepted. Okay. By a yeah, substantial margin. Is it anticlimactic, like buying a property? It's no. like, okay, it's done? Or it's no. like, okay. No, it's the opposite of being anticlimactic. It was hard to sleep, not only for me, but, you know, for the rest of the executive team. Yeah, there was, there was a lot of anxiety. There was a lot of excitement. There was... The full range of, of the emotional roller coaster, yeah, no doubt. And from that, okay, so October 2021, you have that meeting, then he wants to meet with your boss. And then from that initial, mm -hmm. like, okay, let's get serious to yeah. the end zone, what's the time frame there? Yeah, so in early December, we signed the term sheet. So the term sheet is once we agreed to the terms of the deal. Right? Okay. And then the you know, legal process started right away and the documents were signed somewhere around mid-March. Mid 
that's when everything was finalized, finalized. And from that December to mid-March, due diligence, everything's done before that? It was done before that, yeah. So, was this just like a waiting game? Is that normal to take so long? It's a tremendous amount of legal paperwork. And that's where you didn't sleep from December to March? Once we signed the term sheet, there, there, that was, was there was the much of a problem. Side. There, there's, a, there's a tremendous amount that goes into such a transaction. And, uh, you know, lawyers need to get their billable hours. Somehow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It was about uh, three months of back and forth on the legal side. And then there was the actual transaction. And, yeah. It's so, was the, the, the anxious part from, like, the October till signing the term sheet and then it's just a waiting game? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. And you're sitting on the biggest secret in the world and... Like knowing that you signed a deal that you're going to raise a hundred million dollars, yeah. but then you can't say that to anybody until it's official in March. That's right. That's a big secret. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Yeah, most definitely. And then when it's official, is there? Did you guys like have a dinner with them? Is it like how do you celebrate? Like what happens when in March when it becomes official? Yeah. So before the actual before the actual deal was signed, we had kind of a, a closing dinner with with them in New York City. So with our with our specific team. Part of what is so excellent about Insight Partners and why they, in my opinion, have such tremendous success is there are approximately 350 employees at Insight Partners. And about 150 of those employees are what, what they call their center of excellence. And their center, center of excellence is essentially a group of people that are experts in sales, marketing, product, you know, finance, et cetera, et cetera. And essentially what they're there for is to provide expertise, guidance, help and support to their portfolio companies. Are they invested in other prop tech companies? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So this is not like a new that's in their space that they play. Yeah. I mean, they're, they invest in any and everything. I think, I, you know, I, I've heard them described as kind of a, a mix between a VC and a, and a, and a PE firm. They're, For those who don't know what PE and uh, I also don't know what, what's PE. Oh, private equity. Okay. Got it. So they're a mix between that. That's what, you know, some people, how some people classify them. Okay. So you report to them quarterly, weekly, mm -hmm. monthly? Yeah, quarterly. Quarterly, okay. Quarterly, but they're providing us in a tremendous amount of support and guidance and expertise. So I guess, yeah, on a reporting level, it's a quarterly report. But as far as like our managing director and people within that organization, I mean, we're in touch with them almost daily. You, I'm guessing as that was leading up, you and what made them really interested is that you were growing. Um, yeah. And generating revenue. Right. I feel like if you pour a hundred million dollars, that's like a lot of fuel on a fire. Sure. Do you feel like this, you're like just launched to the moon? Are things going really fast? What has changed with that? Yeah. I mean, look, a lot of things have changed. You know, first off, we have a booth at NAA. First time? Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, the first time I came here was 2017 and we couldn't afford tickets. So... What we could afford was to take people to lunch. So we, you know, for a month or two before NAA, we're just shooting out as many emails to as many regionals and VPs and et cetera of all the, you know, top 50 and just trying to get them to go to lunch with us or anything and driving all the way down here and, you know, getting a hotel room that you can't afford and, uh, you know, then getting blown off five minutes before lunch, you know. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, the, the change would be, yeah, we've got it. We've, we've, you know, we've got a booth, we've got a marketing budget. Are you hiring? Very much so. What are you hiring for? I mean, every department. Okay. Um, Marketing, sales. Everything. Everything. Because specifically for those that, and I've done a few episodes with folks who 
have made that switch. So we've, we've had a few conversations about switching from operations to the supplier side. And so I think there's a lot of people who are interested in that. And so that's why I'm asking. So like those listeners, if you're a marketer, you're interested in sales, please, and you're interested in a fast growing, well-backed financially <laughs> company, Snap is the place. Yeah, please do. Yeah. Uh, come to our website and we have a, we have a contact us section. Do you have a office or you're t- are you doing hiring remotely? Yeah, so a combo we, depends yeah, on the it's, position. It's a combination. Look, we're we're still trying to figure we're we're trying to figure out exactly what what our sweet spot is going to be. You know, we are headquartered in Los Angeles, but you, you know, we have employees all over the country and you know all over the world, really. Awesome. So the way we 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 finish up is is a, a few random questions. Sure. What is your go to for lunch? Did you yeah, eat lunch I, today? <laughs> I, yeah, I did have lunch today. I had I had grilled fish. I mean, typically okay. for lunch, I like to have something light because otherwise okay. I'm going to take a nap. Got it. <laughs> okay. Book recommendation. If you're looking to get into a startup, the lean startup, if you're looking to understand what's going on in your mind and what's going on with your emotions, uh, The Power of Now by, by Eckhart Tolle. That, that book changed my life. The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Okay. I'll check it out. I hope there's an audio version. Oh, okay. There is. Oh, there is. Just my one piece of advice is there's a forward. I rolled my eyes so hard during the forward. I thought my eyes were going to roll into the back of my head. <laughs> Just make it through the forward and I mean, is the forward my life. Necessary? Could you skip the forward? I highly suggest skipping the forward. Okay. Or maybe I'm just uh, you know a pessimistic jerk, but I didn't like the forward. The rest of the book changed my life. Got it. So that would be my one thing: is if you don't like the forward, just just hang in there. What's a bucket list item you have? So many coming to mind: uh, safari in Africa, South Africa. Uh, just I mean, well, yeah, I mean, Kruger South National Africa, Park to go watch Kenya, the game. Tanzania. Have you ever been over there? I've been to North Africa. North Africa. Okay. Yeah, but... Awesome. Well, this is a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you so much. Pleasure.